Hey guys, I'm back again with another exciting interview. Um, just want to talk to you guys a little bit about why I changed the name of the podcast. We've gone from 90 days to um, rock the block. Whilst I was away, I, I had to think about what I wanted to achieve with the podcast and um, I wanted to bring it more in line with the services um, that I deliver with from the agency, but also who are my typical client base because you know what? Everyone's into fintech. Most people are rocking the blockchain. And I just think that the name is more in line with the kind of brand that I want to deliver. So hopefully that doesn't dissuade you from um, following me. I'm still going to deliver great interviews. I'm still going to be putting content out that's about helping you guys focus on product uh, delivery, improving sales, improving marketing, and giving you great information that just becomes a bit of a hub. So please stick with this. I'm going to bring you an interview today from Emilian Enev from Recheck. They are a fintech startup that are focusing on helping you guys take control of your data and monetize and reward it. So check this out. Let me know what you think and let's get on. So, right. Okay. So, Emilian, can you... Um, introduce yourself and tell me a bit about what it is that you do. Uh, my name is Emilio Nenev, I'm 38, uh, coming from Bulgaria and currently I'm running a Dutch uh, startup called Recheck and I'm the CEO of the company. Uh, about my background, uh, I started my career as a financial controller and uh, then I was an uh, executive director of Bilateral Chamber of Commerce, it was a Bulgarian and Romanian Bilateral Chamber. And for the last maybe seven or eight years, uh, I call myself digital entrepreneur. Okay. And especially for the last uh, two years, I'm really fascinated uh, by this uh, blockchain technology and uh, uh, our product is based on blockchain. And so we are working really hard to prove that uh, you can uh, uh, develop something actually practical and working on top of blockchain. Okay, okay. And um, what, what compelled you um, to, to become what you've become, like, you know, digital entrepreneur, now blockchain uh, enthusiast, the blockchain entrepreneur, what, 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 what compelled you to do that? Yeah, first, it was about uh, the digital transformation generally and uh, the new business models that can emerge and uh, the new opportunities related to this uh, transformation. Uh, so uh, I just uh, wanted to, to get involved into this and uh, to develop uh, digital products. Uh, one of my first uh, products was a solution for mobile marketing. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, it was a platform for uh, local businesses uh, to publish their updates, their offers, and uh, to reach some uh, potential clients passing nearby. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, before uh, Google Maps uh, to develop uh, some of uh, the latest uh, functionalities. Uh, so <laughs> it, it started well, but uh, then it was uh, really difficult. So I sold this uh, to Unicredit Bank. Uh, actually, it was a white label solution for the world program. Okay. Uh, but speaking about blockchain, it is mostly about the principles, about uh, the values associated with this technology. It's uh, about uh, how you can work with other people in one network, how you can create value in your way, uh, how can you um, get this transparency and uh, traceability where mm -hmm. everything 
it's visible, everything is recorded, and all the participants in this network can access information and can execute transactions in really uh, efficient and transparent way. So uh, these were most of the principles here. Yeah. Okay. And why is that so important? <laughs> yeah, because uh, for me it is a game changer actually. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a new infrastructure. Uh, some people call this a new version of the internet. Okay. Uh, or new protocol where people are able to exchange value directly and uh, where you can uh, reach uh, somebody in Africa or in South America and you can buy directly from the farmer, for example. Or yeah. you're able to, um, to bring your partners in this business network uh, and uh, you can get uh, a lot of uh, efficiency and uh, transparency when, when you work with, with others, especially mm -hmm. when you need to interact with people that you don't know or with people that you don't trust. Uh, because now you're able to do cross-checking. I can check you and you can check me. Uh, okay. So it's, uh, it's about uh, preventing or limiting risk of uh, counterfeit or fraud. It's about uh, incentivizing people to be more honest and uh, transparent or to do business in a more fair way, let's say. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, this, is a, this is a new type of uh, organizing the relations between people and uh, that was uh, definitely something that uh, is really uh, fascinating and uh, important and uh, that was the reason to, to start building something on blockchain. Okay. And... As you know, a lot of people don't really understand what blockchain is, even though in its simplicity, it is a, you know, it's a ledger basically of, of transactions or information that gets stored in multiple points to ensure, you know, that we're not getting hacked or that we can verify that you couldn't log in on this computer and change something because it's actually distributed across maybe another thousand destinations on the blockchain um so that that enables transparency but you know there were a lot of myths um that surround the blockchain people um potentially are asking you about them all the time and can you dispel any of those like what what are you asked on a regular basis that makes you think you really don't understand what it is that i'm doing yeah, there are many myths or <laughs> many, um, let's say, uh, things that uh, people uh, even don't understand or uh, exaggerate. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Uh, on one hand, it is about uh, the underlying security layer. And uh, yeah. it's about uh, uh, executing transactions in a really secure way. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, it is just one of the aspects. Uh, for example, for the last year, everything was about uh, the speculation and uh, pump and dump schemes and uh, increasing the price of the cryptos. And uh, people uh, were interested about blockchain uh, only or mostly because of uh, these uh, uh, speculations and mm -hmm. uh, this opportunity to make money. And it was a huge distraction, uh, uh, in my opinion, because uh, you were not able to, to develop something actually working. <laughs> because yeah. everybody was asking, uh, how can I make some money? Or uh, it was also this fear of missing out. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, how can I uh, buy some tokens? And so what return I can get? And uh, for me, this what's happening now uh, is quite healthy and quite positive. I mean, the, the price is going down and mm -hmm. uh, uh, this bubble becoming more and more obvious. 
Uh, because now we have this opportunity uh, to really educate, explain about the foundation, uh, about the principles, about what you can actually develop uh, on the blockchain. And so uh, this is an opportunity that uh, I'm trying to, to catch at the moment. Uh, there, are, there are a number of myths. Usually, um, people uh, associate blockchain only with Bitcoin, so only with crypto. And uh, they say uh, you can use blockchain only in the fintech industry. So you can use blockchain only to make some payments with cryptos. And uh, for me, it's not really <laughs> the yeah. case because it can be applied in so many scenarios, in so many use cases. And uh, you're limiting yourself if you're focused only on the, on the cryptocurrencies. Exactly, exactly. So um, you mentioned pump and dump schemes. Um, we all know that there were some enormous scams that were run on the ICO. Um, personally, as an advisor, I believe that the ICO still has a place. I'm really glad we're starting to see the regulation come in. Um, and even in, in certain cases, I think securitization of certain um, tokens or coins, I think that enables people to be um, very different on what the utility token is as opposed to what the cryptocurrency is. And I think people need to understand that there is a clear difference there and, and what that is. Um, I'm also a firm believer that um, we, should, we can still use ICOs for companies like yours where you've either got an MVP or you've got a, a, a working product that is saleable because that would be equivalent to sort of raising money in any other way with a VC, for example, um, who would also want to see that. They'd want to see who you've got on the board, what experience you've got, et cetera, et cetera. And all these things are key into businesses going forward. Um, but that being said, if you um, if you wasn't doing what you were doing um, as per se, what what would you be doing now? What what other profession, if you wasn't in blockchain, would you be doing? What could you see yourself doing? Hey, it would be something in the digital space, definitely. Uh, and uh, I have this kind of person that uh, is willing to take some risks and uh, to act. And uh, I always uh, try to imagine how the future will look like and uh, uh, what would be, for example, the new business models that will uh, emerge and uh, trying to make things happen. So uh, definitely, uh, I cannot see myself being something else than a digital entrepreneur somehow. Okay. Uh, because like a virus. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, once uh, you are getting to this game, once uh, you, uh, you're on this roller coaster <laughs> with ups yep. and downs, with uh, uh, something great happening today and then on the next day, uh, some crisis, <laughs> and, uh, yep. uh, some, uh, some are, uh, bad news and uh, problems and uh, trying to do firefighting. <laughs> uh, yep. So I, I like it uh, uh, because uh, uh, you can see the impact of what you do and you can see the results, and, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the short term. And uh, when, when you see this, uh, I can uh, hardly do something else or work for others. Okay, yeah, I, and I completely agree with you. I think um, I've, I've been my own boss for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I think if I had to ask myself the same question, I think the only thing that I could potentially say is that I would like to maybe work with a startup, like be in that environment, something, you know, techy, uh, exciting and, and doing that journey. And I think that that would be the only thing that I could say that I would, I would ever do. Um, 
anything else, I just think just wouldn't keep me happy and keep me interested. So I completely agree. I'm glad we're, we're like-minded like that. But, you know, you've, you've come a long way. You, you, you're obviously entrepreneurial by mindset. You've got an idea of what is needed in the landscape. But what hurdles did you personally face um, on your journey and how have you overcome them? Yeah, this uh, perhaps uh, the usual hurdles or obstacles or challenges uh, <clears throat> that are common for most of the entrepreneurs. Uh, uh, especially in our case, uh, we are creating uh, some new uh, market categories uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we are working with a technology that is at its infancy and uh, it's like developing something on internet in the early 90s. <laughs> and, yes. uh, so on one hand, uh, we should uh, educate and explain to businesses uh, what's uh, the value that they can get out of uh, blockchain-based uh, products and solutions. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, we should uh, follow uh, the latest developments of the technology, adapt, uh, and uh, we want to be a blockchain agnostic solution. For example, at some point, we can decide to migrate to other type of blockchain if uh, yeah. works better for our case. Uh, so we should be prepared to react fast and uh, to uh, bring the latest uh, updates and know-how and uh, really um, be on the cutting edge of uh, this, uh, uh, this development. Mm -hmm. And uh, also uh, it's, um, it's a big challenge uh, to the business development because we are speaking about uh, new ways to incentivize people, new ways to, uh, to do business uh, where you actually do not collect any personal data or you do not compromise the privacy. Yep. So it's a combination of, of challenges and hurdles. Uh, and uh, uh, also in our case, we do it uh, with bootstrapping and uh, we didn't make an ICO. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have quite limited resources. Um, currently raising seed round. Yep. Uh, so I'm speaking with investors, uh, trying to run the company and uh, to be involved in the business development and uh, to follow the latest uh, technology developments. Uh, so it is a hell of a ride. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a really good answer. Um, I think that that's a great example of what people should be doing uh, and, and also talk to the issues that you will have. I mean, one of the things you mentioned there is that you didn't go for an ICO. What was the reason for that? Uh, everybody asks me this. <laughs> uh, I have a draft of an article that I will publish in Medium in the next one or two weeks. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I will send this link to all the investors or people that ask me <laughs> okay. this question. But uh, usually uh, uh, you wanted to actually develop something. And we wanted to prove that uh, the product is stable, that you can get some value from the check and uh, that uh, you can uh, register, for example, your belonging, so you can get proof of ownership on blockchain, uh, manage uh, ownership of uh, uh, your belongings and uh, really focused on uh, the practical implementation. Um, this is one thing. The other is that uh, uh, we had uh, some concerns regarding uh, reputation issues because uh, perhaps 95% of the ICOs from the last year, they will be scam or they are already scam. Yeah. And uh, I spoke with a number of companies uh, and they told me that uh, if we make an ICO, we could have some problems or issues signing contracts in the future, especially mm -hmm. if we don't have uh, the product. Uh, mm -hmm. And of course, uh, you need some resources for the ICO, at least maybe uh, 200,000 euro or something yeah. in order 
to uh, manage the campaign. We received a few offers uh, from uh, some companies. They offered to manage the campaign uh, in exchange of getting some percentage of money raised. Yeah. Uh, we thought that it's not really a great idea uh, in our case. Uh, and of course, it's this mentality, uh, uh, stay hungry, stay foolish, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a bit naive, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would also say. Uh, but uh, if uh, you're really obsessed and focused on uh, developing the product and we did really uh, rapid development, uh, many mm-hmm. iterations, uh, we have rewritten uh, many components three or four times uh, based mm-hmm. on the development of the technology. We also uh, didn't have much more time or resources uh, uh, for this. But actually, we have uh, a draft of a white paper and a really uh, clear concept about the tokens and we will bring in the game uh, in short term okay. and in our case uh, perhaps uh, users will get tokens when they uh, register their products uh, with Richek or when they provide some meaningful valuable information that might be interesting for the businesses okay. and tokens will, will be used as a fuel to execute transactions or mm-hmm. uh, as a uh, as a price uh, that uh, businesses will pay in order to reach and interact with people who, who bought their products. Okay. Um, um, recheck. In terms of what the business is doing, um, how obvious of uh, an opportunity, but also a solution, was the idea when you when it first came to mind? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, that's the start of phenomena. <laughs> Usually, you have this uh, uh, idea, and you think that uh, it's excellent, and uh, you're getting obsessed uh, with the idea, and you think that it can become a great business. Uh, initially, we are very much focused on uh, preventing or limiting counterfeit production, and so we knew that this is a problem. And the counterfeit production is a gigantic industry of almost 500 billion euro, even more. Mm-hmm. And this is recognized at the uh, highest level uh, by the European institutions, so big corporations, etc. And we thought that uh, finally we have this technology uh, that we can uh, really uh, prevent or limit uh, counterfeits uh, because uh, on one hand it is the NFC tax or electronic tax, NFC chips. Uh, on the other hand, it is the uh, mentality of the people because it's becoming more and more common to uh, uh, interact with physical products using your smartphone. You just scan some QR or you just tap your phone on the NFC pack and something happens. And then uh, blockchain came, so it's like combining all these uh, components uh, and uh, things were really coming together. But initially uh, we thought that uh, uh, the solution should be only focused on uh, limiting counterfeits. And then we understood that uh, it, uh, it doesn't bring so much value for businesses okay. uh, because for some companies uh, the counterfeit is like uh, advertising or marketing <laughs> and uh, uh, for example even big brands like Nike and Adidas they don't see it as a big issue or a big problem and uh, mm-hmm. some other companies uh, the same situation because um, if they do not incur big losses so lose market share uh, they uh, do not care so much. And we decided that it should be a new way to manage the whole life cycle of uh, products uh, mm-hmm. by creating unique identities of these uh, products uh, or documents on blockchain and mm-hmm. then being able to execute transactions with these unique identities. Mm-hmm. And 
also a new way to manage relations with your customers, a new way to add services uh, to your products, <clears throat> a new way to incentivize a certain behavior of consumers. Uh, and uh, we are at the beginning of, of this uh, development where this, this will happen in the next uh, maybe five or ten years one way or another. Mm -hmm. And we want to be one of the companies that will uh, take part in this process. Okay. And, you know, something that's just come to mind, I've been listening to you talk now for, you know, 20 odd minutes now, and I'm, I'm just thinking about how, um, what the opportunities are for ReCheck. Um, is, is this going to be something that you will develop an API for so it could integrate into third party applications? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is that is one of the ways uh, we could develop APIs and uh, we can uh, provide the check as a white label solution to some mm -hmm. company. We could okay. develop some plugins uh, for uh, e-commerce websites uh, mm -hmm. where uh, users can see the QR code with uh, the product identity of the blockchain and they can verify it by themselves. Uh, so definitely we should uh, integrate our solution in existing platforms mm -hmm. uh, and um, uh, actually currently um, we speak with some companies about how, what is the easiest way to do so. For example, mm -hmm. we developed some libraries, uh, software libraries where businesses can uh, take some existing information from their database mm -hmm. and they can uh, create the hashes, the encrypted records of the products. Yeah. on blockchain so just by pressing some buttons uh, you can uh, register uh, 10,000 products on blockchain get mm -hmm. the hash and yeah. use this uh, to uh, prove uh, immutability of data or uh, to prove to your uh, business partners that uh, this, uh, this information is uh, secured and uh, then you can use it in other uh, business scenarios mm -hmm. uh, so yeah this is this is one of the interesting parts how uh, we can uh, build something on top of other uh, platforms and mm -hmm. uh, softwares and we're definitely uh, developing some uh, nice tools in this regard. Okay. Okay. Well, that's been really interesting to learn about uh, ReCheck and, you know, where you've come from and where potentially you're going. Um, but I always like to find out a little bit more of the personal side of the person behind the brand. So I've got okay. a couple of questions for you. They're a bit tongue in cheek, but you know, just answer them to the best of your capability. So, um, what are you not very good at? Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not very good in uh, organizing other people. I'm not very good in delegating, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do many things by myself, uh, which is a, a big problem actually, because. Uh, mm -hmm. At some point, you reach a stage where you cannot take anymore, and uh, mm -hmm. you burn out or something bad happens usually. Exactly. Uh, uh, and I'm not really good in, um, um, let's say, uh, focusing uh, on something for a long period, which mm -hmm. is again a problem because um, you need to get away with all distractions and uh, do the deep work at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is something that I'm trying to, to fix uh, currently, yeah. Okay. And um, what is your favorite word? Hmm. There are many. 
Uh, what I will mention some that is also related to, to blockchain uh, mm -hmm. um, transparency or uh, doing business in a fair manner uh, or yeah. creating value uh, in a fair manner. Okay, so they're, they're terms that that sort of resonate with the type of person that you are. Huh. <clears throat> I'm trying to be such person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it's always about uh, trying and uh, having this uh, ideal in front of you and trying to reach this ideal. Okay. And in closing, um, from sort of one entrepreneur, one blockchain specialist to another, if you had the one key piece of advice that you would like to pass on to other people, you know, setting out on the same journey as you, what would that be? A piece of advice that I would give to others? Or? Yes, yes. Hmm. <clears throat> it's about the perseverance. It's, uh, success uh, comes uh, at a certain price and it takes a lot of effort, it takes uh, a lot of work uh, and uh, it's an accumulation of number of things. Uh, so don't, do not expect that things will come easy or fast uh, uh, because uh, <clears throat> uh, you should pay this price, uh, you should work really hard and uh, at the point where you cannot really continue anymore, something yeah. will happen and the result will come. Uh, yeah. But uh, the perseverance is, is a key uh, attribute or uh, something that uh, you should develop because um, uh, it's a long journey and uh, it takes time to develop skills, it takes time uh, to actually bring, uh, uh, to develop something valuable. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, there is a wall about this accumulation of, of things so along the way. At, at some point, things happen, but you should continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Emilian, I think um, it's been great to find out about ReCheck. I think it's been really interesting to understand the journey that you've been on and you know where you see the horizon. Um, it's interesting to understand why you do what you do. And I think that um, I'd agree with you totally. Uh, perseverance, and um, that is one of the key key strengths. It's a strength I think that you need because it's perseverance is in the head. It's it's a mindset that you need. Um, you know, we've all been to that place where we we're, we're about to lose it, and then something happens, and all of a sudden it, it becomes something else. And I think that that's the magic of it. And I also think that that's what. Um, makes us do what we do, right? It's, it's those wow moments that happen and you go, yes, it's, it's a moment of uh, pure clarity. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of completely on board with that. But thank you for your time this morning. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah and, and what I would say is keep doing what you're doing and um, hopefully we will keep in touch and I will find out a little bit more about the ReCheck journey in a few months' time. Thanks thank you, Paul. It was a pleasure. And that, guys, was the interview with Emilian Enev of ReCheck. I hope you enjoyed his story and, you know, get behind his ambition. At this point in time, mid-June 2018, Emilian is still seeking uh, investment. So if you're a crypto, no, you're not a crypto investor. If you're a tech investor, Emilian isn't ICOing. Um, and you're you're really interested in what he's doing, then reach out to Emilian 
Um, Recheck.io is his website and you can contact him through there and I'm sure he'll be glad to talk to you and present you with where he's going. Um, that's uh, the first episode of Rock the Block, our new named title, and I hope you enjoyed that interview. I look forward to bringing you some more great interviews and releasing some more business-related content that will help you take your blockchain, fintech, or any other technology business to the next level. This is Paul Sullivan signing off. Have a great weekend.